number one internet shock radio network. Fuck you, Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Today's Monday, Bill Dean, formerly of CBS, on to give his opinions about all the garbage that's going on. It just gets getting creepier and wackier every day, as you well know. My name is Richie Marla, is still out. She'll be back hopefully very, very soon. Renegade Nation, thank you for all the downloads. Everybody wants to rule the world. Tears for fears right here. Yeah. About that, you want to be in charge? No, I just observe. That's all. You're just an observer. (laughs) Say, like, uh, uh, who was it? George Carlin. Just sit back and watch the uh, circus, or sit back and watch. There you uh, go. Sit back and watch the show, Renegade Nation. Anyway, thank you for uh, downloading all the shows over the past week. I know we haven't been on that much. Marla's been out, not feeling too well. So, uh, but she will be back. She's on her road to recovery, as they say, Bill. And we like to say hi to uh, Cat out in South Carolina. Cat, welcome to the show. And um, uh, in the news today, um, Obama. Now, this is why everybody's upset, Renegade Nation, is because of this story that I'm going to tell you about. It's all over the news right now. But this Kardashian thing is coming up again with Obama and Kanye West. And Kris Jenner is responding to the president of the United States, Obama's takedown of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. This yeah, is Obama, Obama started the damn thing. I mean, I don't know why he's giving them publicity. He, he's giving them publicity. Don't you think Obama has enough issues on his plate other than to deal with the Kardashians of all people? And who gives a flying rat's ass about the Kardashians to begin with? I've never seen the show, why it's so popular, who gives a flying rat's ass, but it's hard enough to believe that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are subjects that Abominable has to even think about in passing, let alone discuss during interviews. The president thinks this is so important that, uh, you know, everybody in the country seems to be asking, why are the Kardashians so uh, popular? And here Obama is uh, making them popular. It's amazing. Renegade Nation, this guy, does he really give... Does he really give a flying shit about what's going on? We got the health care issues. Nobody knows what the health care or this abominable care. They don't understand it. You got the IRS scandal. You got the Benghazi scandal. You have the Fast hey, and Furious scandal. We only got 20,000 pages to go through on that health care bill. And 20,000 pages to understand the health care bill. We'll read it tonight. Huh? Yeah, I'm going to read it tonight and report on it tomorrow. And <laughs> anyway, so basically that what they're doing is this, this. I think this is another diversion that we've talked about before. Renegade Nation, the Kardashians and Abominable. Abominable Abominable brings up the Kardashians. Why in the hell is he even thinking or talking about the Kardashians? Who cares about the Kardashians? Nobody. Not not one person. And and this is the diversion and the tactics that they're using to, to offset people. And it's just amazing how many people are following this. 
and we're bringing it up and then we're not to promote abominable and, and then the Kardashians, how ridiculous it is. Well, I, it think is we, I think we have a right to tell the people what the what the president is doing. Uh, they're elected uh, president. So you're I elected officials to talk about it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it. He's interested in the Kardashians. I wonder if he watches the Kardashian show, Bill. <laughs> On Friday's episode of this stupid show, which I never watched, by the way, Renegade Nation, I don't know. I don't even know what the show's about. I guess it's about their stupid lifestyle. I, I really don't know. But, I mean, they made a big deal out of her baby with Kanye West. And all of a sudden, you know, every every night on Entertainment Tonight, and I watch that because I have to see what they're actually doing. They're all praising Oprah Winfrey, and they're praising the Kardashians, and they're praising their babies, and they're just the biggest kiss asses on the planet Earth. It is sickening to watch. And then what they do is they shove the wealth at these people have down your goddamn throat. They show their fancy cars, their 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 beautiful clothing, their expensive pocketbooks, and all this horseshit that doesn't mean a damn thing to anybody. It's just shoved down your throat. And you sit there and you wonder, why am I even looking at this garbage? It's garbage. Who cares about these people? And Abominable then gets involved with the Kardashians, some stupid reality show that doesn't mean anything to anybody. And if you watch that, you need to rearrange your life, man. There's more going on out there than watching the Kardashians or what they, these people have to say or do. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. What America's just breaking apart, Bill. Hmm. Yep. You're not saying too much about it. That's right. You don't watch the Kardashians. I know. Yeah, we're not, you know, we're not trying to give them publicity. We're I don't want to give them I think it's stupid. The whole thing is stupid. At least I can say that on the radio, it is absolutely stupid if you watch that stupid TV show. And abominable of all people, getting involved with the Kardashians is just so, so stupid. It's inconceivable at this point. That bunch of losers. He's talking about a bunch of losers like himself. It's like Wiener and and that and and then Spitzer, all these losers running around trying to get power. That's why I played the song "Everybody Wants to Rule the World." Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, hold on for a second. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and also on top of that, Renegade Nation, they gave that Chris Jenner, <clears throat> the, the the mother of the Kardashians. I don't know if you know this, Bill. They gave her a talk show on TV. And not, you, Bill, not my favorite. I didn't know that. Bill, Bill, the only reason I know this is because Marla just came up and told me they they gave her a talk show. And I remember see, they, they they were just building these Kardashians up, and it's 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 absolutely about nothing. But the main thing is, and where your head is, Bill, is on the politics side of it. Why Abominable would even even mention these people? It's, I, do you, what's your opinion on that? I, I you know I don't even know what to say anymore. Well, as I say, that uh, we shouldn't even bring it up, except that uh, we have to when uh, when we uh, we have to know what the uh, what the president of the United States is doing and what he's thinking about. We've uh, we've got something a little bit uh, more serious going on here. Uh, Eric Holder, our Attorney General, is out in California today, and he's talking about. Uh, sort of going light on um, on uh, people in jail, letting them out, particularly the elderly. Uh, uh, people in the United States, most people do not realize that we have more people in prison than any other country. And um, uh, China only has 1.6 million, 
and uh, they've got uh, 1.3 billion people, which is about four times the size of the United States, and here they've only got about the same number of people in their jails as we have in ours. Bill, so I have, Bill, I have a question. We have four times as many as they do. Bill, I have a question for you. They're going to let. They're going to release the elderly prisoners out of prison in, in California. Yeah, well, do you, that's do you know, you, do the you whole know, country. That's what Holder is talking okay, about. You know why He's also talking uh, well, about these light drug sentences. You know, mm, when they throw people in jail. Mm. Uh, well, let's, let, let, and Bill, let's, Bill, Bill, let's stay with the elderly. The reason they're letting him out, here comes the common sense what this radio station is built upon. The reason, Renegade Nation, that he'll let the elderly people out, they might have been in there for 25, 30 years for whatever they did. They're going to let them out because they don't want to pay for their medical expenses. They're going to oh, get that's true. And, and the taxpayers. But see, when they get out, Medicare will pick up the, the, the fees anyway. So it doesn't matter if they stay in prison or they're out of prison. Somebody's going to have to pay for the medical because these people can't get a job. They've been in prison for a long time. Uh, there's no way that they can actually uh, crawl back into the social economic uh, world that we live in. So somebody has well, to pay for 33 it. prisons in uh, in California and uh, they're all filled to the gills. They are supposed to have uh, capacity for 100,000 prisoners, and they've got almost double that in California, 170,000. So where do these people go, Bill, when they're released from prison? What happens? Who, who pays well, for that? That's going to be a problem, too. Who's going to hire these elderly people coming out of jail? Uh, I think, well, do they have any Social Security? They've been in prison for a long time. Let's say they've been in prison for 10 years. They don't have any Social Security, or maybe they do when they work before they got busted for whatever they were doing. I don't know. How, how do you think that would work? How, who ends up paying the bill for all of this? I, I, in other words, the state of California doesn't want to pay the bills anymore. That's why they're yeah, releasing them. They're not Rodney releasing them. Uh, Peter to pay Paul. Right. Uh, and uh, we, don't know, we don't know who's com- going to be able to collect uh, on their uh, Medicare. And the Medicare is going away. And uh, we don't know who's going to be paying under Obamacare. It's very, very confusing. Well, you know, Charlie Manson won't be released. He'll, he'll stay there. <laughs> yeah, well, gonna, I hope so. Yeah, anyway, we're going to take a break. Renegade Nation, there's just so much going on, so much to talk about. Um, I know Bill has on Our Missing News, a judge in New York rules stop and frisk violates rights in New York City. We're going to get into that when we uh, come back from the break. And, um, and very interesting to see what these people are doing. Also, Wiener and Spitzer uh, in the New York mayor race, since you're living there, Bill, apparently nobody's going to vote for Wiener. He has an 80% disapproval rating. So he's not going to be able to win, but he just spent $500,000 for a, a television commercial to show how great he is and what he can do for everybody. Yeah, the guy is really, uh, he, he is a, he's the most determined person, I think. Uh, I, I can't imagine anybody in the country uh, staying in a race after all, that, uh, all that's been said about him. He, he, uh, Bill, he Bill, he, Bill, he wants that power. He'll do anything to get that power. He will help the people. He will help the people of New York, Bill. He will help you in your misery that help you live in. in. What way? I don't know. But anyway, we'll, we'll be right back. We're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about this judge. Uh, the rules to stop and frisk violates rights in New York City. We'll be right back. Everybody wants to rule the world. Renegade Nation, hang in there. Then why not call Ameridet up to my ass? 
thank you for calling Ameridet up to my ass. How may I help you? Hi, I've got creditors calling me for money and junk, and I was wondering if you could get rid of them for me. No problem, sir. Thank you for calling Ameridet up to my ass. Wow, thanks. By using Ameridet up to my ass, we'll contact all of your banks, utilities, lending institutions, collection agents, and get them all off your back. Hello. Thank you for calling Capital Two Bank. How may I repossess your car today? Yeah, how you doing? Hey, I'm calling from Ameridet up to my ass in reference to Mrs. Fitzwinkle. Oh, yes. She does owe us quite a considerable sum of money. Yeah, great. Well, listen, Pally. She's a dead up to her fucking ass and she ain't gonna pay the fucking bill, okay? You with me? Oh, well, don't worry about it then. I'll just erase her name from the computer and we will forget that this whole ugly incident ever happened. Ameridet up to my ass works with all kinds of people to make sure they don't have to pay back all that money they borrowed from large greedy banks. I'm a modern woman who's always shuffling back and forth from different places where one can be. And while I do have plenty of money, I don't feel like paying any of it back. Thanks to a Meridet up to my ass, now I don't have to. Don't take matters into your own hands. Let the seasoned negotiation professionals at a Meridet up to my ass do it for you. Hey, look, you fucking fuck. I told you Mr. Johnson ain't paying his electric bill. Now go fuck yourself, all right, you monkey head. A Meridet up to my ass. Because even your responsible deadbeat losers deserve a second chance. Are your freedoms being destroyed by free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Be right back. So Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club of Yale. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic orders, is basically what it is. One of the initiation rites of the Skull and Bones is to screw one man, screwing the other one. You know, uh, uh, you know, anal fucks. Okay, John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rites, and they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. That's so you're saying that John Kerry and and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud. That's right. Okay. I am saying that. And because so, so, John Kerry Cohen okay, and George okay, Bush Jr. Okay, Carol, so, Carol, okay, Carol, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> Sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Hanging out in Maui. Marla's not feeling well. She'll be back in a few days. Richie here with Bill Dean, formerly of CBS and the author of Smooth Criminal. Want to read a good book? You should go get that book. Like a ghost, don't need a key. Your best friend, I've come to be. Please don't think of getting up for me. Okay, we're back. Uh, that's a Monday, August twelfth. Uh, talking about all the news, what's going on, all the wackos. It just keeps on. Seems like to me getting worse and worse. But uh, a judge rules a, a stop and frisk uh, violates rights in New York City. Bill wrote that on, on his blog, Our Missing News. If you want to find out the news that's missing that they don't tell you about, that's where you need to go. Our Missing News. Bill, what's this all about? 
Well, uh, this is uh, quite, uh, quite, uh, quite. It's a problem that's been going on for for uh, quite a length of time. That uh, too many blacks are are stopped on the highway, and um, uh, now it's uh, uh, you're arresting too many blacks and too many Puerto Ricans. Uh, New York is the safest large city in America. Uh, it has been for years, and it's been getting safer every year recently. And one of the reasons is that the kids are checked for revolvers and knives by police in a procedure called stop and frisk. Now, a judge has claimed that the police are in the in the uh, uh, racially uh, uh, black and Puerto Rican areas. Uh, too much, and that's why they're arresting more of the black kids and not the white kids. So this federal judge, Shira Sheedlin, uh, is gaining national publicity because a lot of other cities have been copying this stuff in Frisk that's been so successful in New York, and now she's getting national publicity declaring Stop and Frisk is a policy of indirect racial profiling, targeting young minorities. And uh, uh, New York's mayor, uh, Michael Bloomberg, is angry over this, knowing eliminating stop and frisk will increase the crime rate in New York City and in the minority areas where the kids as young as 12 years of age are known to carry revolvers. And as again, Bill, let's get back to the one thing about these children. These children have been raised by parents that are stupid, moron, idiotic idiots, people that basically do not understand. They let these kids go wild and then you wonder why you have the problem stupid people should not have babies bill period well, these people are that stupid nobody, nobody at home that's well the there's problem. nobody at home there's so. no family oriented uh, um, uh, family oriented situation where they grow up in a family the mother's out the father's out they're doing their own thing they don't care about the kids and then the kid hooks up with a gang and then the kid ends up with revolvers and knives and starts killing people and this goes on and on now it's a racial profiling and it gets into a big, big mess of mess. And it gets messier because in the beginning when they were born, they weren't raised correctly. The parents were not raised correctly. And you have this social breakdown, Renegade Nation. And this is why you have all this nonsense going on. And this is why you have these judges and everybody's out angry and and the outcry and the racial profiling and all this. Because these kids, you're always going to have kids that are bad one way or the other. You're always going to have that. But this is a lot of children that have been left to their own. And what do you think they're going to do? They're going to end up in gangs with guns. And then the cops got to go in there and frisk them and find the guns, then arrest them. And now we have racism and uh, non-equality and on and on and on it goes. Only if the parents of these children would have raised them with some substance, you wouldn't have this problem. Well, that's absolutely the truth. That's the way I feel. But uh, I think the only way that they're ever going to satisfy these liberal judges is to say, uh, you've just got to go into the uh, into the better areas because there are more uh, whites in those better areas, and you arrest the same number percentage-wise of those kids, and then we'll be satisfied that it's not discriminatory. Bill, when we go back, Bill, let, let, hey, Bill, let's go back to when we grew up. Do we walk around with revolvers and guns and knives on ourselves? No, no. The majority of people that grew up in that time period during the 60s and the 70s the 50s 50s through the 80s they weren't carrying guns and knives to school what in the hell happened this is what liberalism does over a hundred year period of time it breaks down the society and here we sit with this fucking problem that we shouldn't have to begin with
Yeah, you compare this with Chicago and all the killing that's going on there, and uh, the police in New York City have uh, no such problem compared to what Chicago's got. Chicago's a the mess. The cops here yeah. have taken thousands of unlicensed guns, thousands of unlicensed guns from the kids. And uh, there may be gangs in New York, <laughs> as there are in many large cities, but the kids are hesitant when they go out of their apartments to take a gun because the cop's going to be looking at them and mm-hmm. if they see something uh, bulging out of their pocket, they're going to stop them. Sure. Uh, and the, and the, since uh, 2004 to, 2000, to mid of 2012, there have been 4.43 million stops by the New York City Police wow. Department. And this judge says that's really too much for these poor kids. You well, yeah, well, yeah, well, well if, it, if it cut down the murder rate in New York City, I mean, they're doing their job. But bottom the line is, I mean, is down and the merchants are delighted with this uh, crime is down uh, uh, crime is down uh, you know a kid walks around with a gun he just might well go into a store and try to hold up a, a candy store or a grocery store and uh, but Bill I'm, I'm Bill so I'm going back to let's see a 12 year old or a 16 year old you're going back 16 to 20 years these kids are not raised correctly and then when it comes to these issues and these social problems that are occurring then you have to get into the anti-discrimination and the discrimination and the racism and this is where it's all coming from because they weren't raised correctly in the first place and this is why you have this issue and this problem and the people that are running uh, the, the, the United States, and this is going back 20, 30 years about education, have done uh, just a absolute terrible job in trying to help the, these kids. These kids have turned out to be uh, down uh, low in the totem pole with nothing to look forward to. And this is why this is because of the parents and this is because of the social economic breakdown of the society that has been going on for the last 20 to 25 years. Yeah, well, a lot of these a lot of these uh, uh, Kids have no no parents at home, and uh, the mother is out working. The father, they don't know where he is. They haven't seen him in a year or something like well, that. Well, and this, you know, what, and, what, uh, okay, the bro. mothers themselves are are are. Most of them, or it seems like most of them, are behind stop and frisk because they don't want their kid dead, dead out. They there. don't want them dead. Well, this is you know this isn't just the black or a Puerto Rican thing. This is a white thing also. This is a combination of the whole conglomerate of a raising children has turned into a complete disaster. And this is why this we're talking about this today, which we should not be talking about. It's amazing, Renegade Nation, that no, these people, these kids, part of why we. It's, it's why we uh, we have so many in jail. Yeah, well, that's the reason they we weren't have raised more properly. More people in jail than any other country in the world. Wow, that's amazing. Anyway, moving on, uh, we, we're just going to be just so much to talk about. One of the big issues right now, a lot of people are really really pissed off. Um, I happen to be one of them, by the way. Uh, uh, Time Warner and CBS are fight, fighting it out, Renegade Nation. As you probably well know, your favorite CBS channel or uh, Showtime. I think CBS owns Showtime is all cut off because they're fighting about the amount of money that CBS has to pay Time Warner to carry its programming. Am I correct in that, um, Bill? Yeah. Um, this, uh, the, the thing here is that, um, that Time Warner uh, is the deliverer. They're not the programmer. CBS is the programmer, and CBS wants Time Warner uh, to pay double what they have been paying CBS for the programs that they put on 
their cable channel. Okay, but why are they uh, cash they want, right, the, right, okay. they want $2. They now get $1 per customer per month. I understand that, but why are they castrating the audience? Why are they using the audience as a, as a bargaining chip to get what they want? Don't you call that a very well, bad business? Yeah. You know, I, I, I would say cancel the whole get, thing. They can get away with this now because the, the airwaves are no longer relevant and we to, talk- to television. Everybody's got cable. Right. So the FCC can't control it. We have an FCC chairwoman now, uh, Mignon Claiborne, who... Uh, who uh, Heard it out a few days ago. She says that uh, they better settle this thing, Time Warner and CBS, or she's going to take appropriate action. But I don't think she understands. She doesn't know that much about broadcasting. Uh, they uh, CBS uh, is on cable, and the FCC no longer has uh, jurisdiction over cable. They only have jurisdiction over the airwaves. And how many people have rabbit ears on their TVs? Nobody does. Well, you know, going back to the uh, beginning days of cable. Renegade Nation. It started in 1970, and I think it was uh, Home Box Office, which is now known as HBO, really started this cable thing. And what they did was the idea was to get people uh, paying for television was to tell 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 people back then if you pay five dollars a month, we're, we are going to give you this type of programming, and you will have no commercials. Do you remember that, Bill? Oh, yeah. Okay, so what they did was they... Whatever happened to that? (laughs) Well, what happened to that was they lied to you. So what they did was they started an industry by promising you no commercials. If you... And I'm not talking about ABC, CBS, or NBC, Renegade Nation. I'm talking about all these channels on there. The Discovery Channel, the History Channel, this channel, that channel, every goddamn channel you can think of is on there. But if you watch that, that you are watching commercials that they're charging for. It's supposed to be free. That's why you pay the money. They have changed the whole game. I would say to you, Renegade Nation, if you are caught in this, cancel your subscription to Time Warner and CBS and tell them to go fuck off because they're castrating you and you can't watch your favorite programs. I happen to be one of them, by the way. Who in the hell do they think they are to cut it off? Why can't they negotiate as mature adults and do their jobs as professional business people, Bill? Why do I have to be caught in the middle of their fucking uh, baby and bullying antics? Grow up! Fucking morons. You're not saying anything, Bill. What happened? Did he cut me off? I think Bill cut me off. Bill cut me off, I think. Okay, I'm back. Anyway, getting back to this story. Renegade Nation, the bottom line is Time Warner and CBS are fighting this out and you are sitting there paying for it and you're not getting the programming that you're supposed to be getting that you're paying for so make sure you call time warner up and make sure that you're not going to pay for showtime and the rest of their um their uh, channels that they have just make sure and also tell them since you took away showtime and since you can't do what you're supposed to do then give me another channel for free like stars and there's a couple other ones you could get why my computer's not working here we go Okay. Anyway, we're going to take a break. I want to get Bill back. You're listening to Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. And hang in there, Renegade Nation. Just another great day in this great country of ours. On 
Internet Shock Radio Network. Fuck you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. I finally found Bill. He's still in New York. Welcome to the show. Renegade Nation, Richie and Marla, along with Bill, Dean. And we're not finished talking about Time Warner, even though I said in the last segment that I was finished. Bill wants to say a few more words about Time Warner and CBS and what they're doing. We had a bad phone connection, I guess, or Time Warner cut us off. I think we're on the Time Warner system. I don't even know. I have to ask the engineer. Anyway, so yeah, I wonder. I wonder if uh, a big surprise that uh, that Hawaii doesn't have it because we're told uh, on the mainland here that it's only uh, Dallas, Los Angeles, and New York that are affected. That's because they don't tell you the truth, Renegade Nation. We have the problem here in Hawaii. That means that when Time Warner and CBS started fighting, they cut off everything. And it's happening here, and it's happening in L.A., and Chicago, and all the major markets. In fact, it's happening... Not Chicago, just those three cities. Why should... No, how come it's happening here? Why? You're telling me Chicago is still working on Time Warner and CBS, so you can see you can see Showtime. No, they don't. They don't want to do it across the country because they'd really be be too much of a violence against the Time Warner and CBS. Yeah, but why would they do it in they, Hawaii? They say all places? That, uh, today CBS is very casual about this and doesn't really appear uh, that interested in settling this thing. No, they're they screwing their, their customers. Yeah, hey, every Bill, one of us. they're screwing their customers. That's what they're doing. They don't care about the customer. And you know what? You always hear our customers come first. We will take yeah. care of our. That's bullshit. Yeah, both Time Warner and CBS have these uh, this propaganda going out and uh, telling you how, how concerned they are. They're not concerned about anything. If they were concerned, you would have your TV on in L.A. and New York and Honolulu. You wouldn't be sitting there without your TV. And I think it's. I. You know what, Bill? I don't believe anything they say. And I've already told. You and I told Renegade Nation over and over when they say two or three cities, nobody knew about Honolulu. In fact, when I was on Facebook the other night, I was talking to this one girl, and she lives in Palm Desert, and she told me that the NBC affiliate was cut off through Time Warner in Palm Desert. Now, you have to understand, Renegade Nation, this is going on all over the country. No, they're just not telling you how many cities have been affected by this. They're just saying New York and Los Angeles. Well, guess what? Honolulu happens to be one of them, where I'm at. And also, it's happening in Palm Desert, and who knows where else this is happening. But they don't care about you, the customer. But if you don't pay the bill, look out. Well, Palm Desert is, uh, is hooked up to Los Angeles, Los Angeles cable. And it's also Dallas. Uh, they, they've done this before, and they usually do it with New York and the others. But you see, they've they've thought about this, and they've decided that they can play this game before the NFL starts. But I'm telling you, when the NFL starts, they're going to go over. <laughs> these football fans are going to go over to the studios in, uh, in New York, and they're going to rip the place apart if they can't see their football game. And you're exactly right. When the NFL season starts, you can guarantee that CBS and Time Warner will do a deal. Who knows what that deal is going to be? But I'm going to tell you this right now to CBS executives and Time Warner executives. It better not affect the cons- the customers. It better not affect the customers that pay for this cable service. You better not increase the rates because of your selfish greediness. You have now taken this off the air now. It's been three weeks, I think, uh, Bill. But you can guarantee... No, is, we're, we're into week two now. Week two. You can guarantee, Renegade Nation, that when the NFL comes marching along, which is the, the, the season opener is not even four weeks away, or three weeks away, they will have this resolved one way or the other. Oh, definitely. 
you know, and uh, it's, 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 it's a sad state of affairs when they, they're so concerned about you, the consumer. No, they're really not concerned about you, the consumer. They're more concerned about how much money they can put in their pockets. And they're fighting like little babies, bullying each other. Trying, it is ridiculous. Why can't you just leave it on and negotiate behind uh, closed doors and come out with a, a, working, a workable arrangement and an agreement? What is so hard about that? Well, time has this argument. They're saying, "Hey, you know, when you had rabbit ears on your on your machine, uh, there was no problem, and uh, nobody was paying the networks, and uh, the networks are making money through their commercials. And so, why should we, simply because we're a carrier, go back and pay CBS the programmer? And that's their argument, and that's a good one." They're just asking for money. They're making uh, they they're making tons of money over at CBS, and they're just uh, expecting that uh, that the uh, that Time Warner pays CBS mm-hmm. uh, for out of out of the money that you pay out of the money that you pay your monthly bill uh, uh, to uh, Time Warner. Uh, the the uh, CBS and Time Warner ads have appeared with a network reasoning about fairness while uh, the carrier calls CBS demands an outrageous increase for programming we shouldn't pay, says Time Warner. Uh, the ads are a waste of money as the public isn't siding with either combatant and uh, they just want to see the programs and are angry that they can't. Um, the, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, they wouldn't have allowed this if, uh, if it was in the airwaves. Uh, the, the FCC chairwoman here, uh, is, I think she's talking, uh, talking wind here because it doesn't, it, it, she doesn't have any authority over cable. She only has authority. Well, then why, okay, my question, Bill, is why, there is, why is there an FCC? Why is there a Federal Communications Commission? Well, when the these FCC are re- was what, what, what? formed in 1933 and 34. No, I understand that. I, with I, I, the interest, convenience, and necessity for the public. And they said that the public owns the airwaves. Now, Time Warner says, you, don't own the air, you may own the airwaves, but we own the line that comes to your house. Right. And they're right. Right, right. So, it's so, called a line. Uh, it used to be... Uh, uh, no longer does the FCC... The FCC was written uh, up with uh, that they were going to protect the public, that the public owns the airwaves, and the FCC was going to police it. Now they uh, they cannot police the the cable because the cable belongs to Time Warner. They're really hurting themselves. Renegade Nation. There are a lot of people leaving the networks. They're watching less and less of uh, TV. Uh, they really don't care. And this started about ten yeah, years but, ago. Yeah, but when you do that, you're going to Time Warner and you're getting their cable. Yeah, well, you're getting their their shows. So well, you're some, some of the, Time Warner okay. by uh, by paying your monthly bill. Or you pay it with Verizon, but Verizon is not in this fight this time. But they'll be in it, too. Yeah, of course, Time Warner's going to set the president, and everybody else is going to fall in line. Verizon will be there. Well, we the rest had, of these we had one of these in New York a couple of, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they move it around. They don't do it across the country because then they would, uh, then the public would really be outraged across the country and would 
might be able to do something, but they think they can get away with three main cities and Hawaii. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Hawaii. They don't mention Hawaii. See, Renegade Nation, again, the truth is not being told to the to people. Who knows how many people are without time, uh, a cable, Time Warner, and CBS um, around the country. They only say New York and Los Angeles, but nobody knew about Honolulu. Oh, yeah, it's right here. No Showtime, no Ray Donovan, no, yeah, none, of, none know. of these shows. Maybe Alaska, maybe some other cities. Yeah, but we don't know. Again, it's the same same situation. They, don't, they, they just don't tell you the truth. Anyway, let's move on to the coal industry because that's another big thing that Obamadable promised in the re-election back in 2012 that he would take care of these people that are in the coal mines and in, in Virginia and West Virginia where all the coal, basically a lot of coal mining is doing. But, Bill, what's going on with that? Well, that's uh, that's really kind of uh, interesting here because Obama has, has said that he wanted to be the environmental president, and uh, here in his own hometown, his temporary own hometown of Washington D.C., he's uh, he's not doing it. He's the he's the biggest polluter in the city of Washington D.C. right really? now. And how, do, how does that um, work out? Can, can you explain to the audience how he's the biggest polluter? He's he's uh, um, saying, "Do as I say, not as I do." Uh, and uh, as far as the environmental president uh, promised uh, that he would, in four, be four and a half years ago, uh, that uh, he was in a Georgetown speech in June. He vowed that his administration, this is just a few weeks ago, would lead by example. Uh, reducing the federal government's use of environmentally harmful fossil fuels mm -hmm. like coal and oil. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we're still waiting for a little cleanup activity at the Capitol Power Plant. Now, the Capitol Power Plant, owned by the government, heats and cools 23 government buildings, not only Capitol Hill. Now, Obama means well. We know that. Uh, but mm -hmm. his inaction through the political mire makes him the number one polluter in the nation's capital. Wow. Uh, coal and dirty oil-fired furnaces are still there from years back, from pre-war, pre-World War II. And they're supposed to be gone 13 years ago. And they're still there, these polluters. And uh, you see that there are too many powerful members of Congress from coal mining and oil states. They want to keep it the way it is. Now, Nancy Pelosi, who is a House Speaker, took a stab at it in 2007 in her Green the Capital Initiative, end quote. But the Republicans took away funding when they regained control of the House of Representatives in 2011. Pelosi so what was Pelosi going to do? Effort, what, yes. What was Pelosi going to do? Well, she she has this. Uh, she did have this green the capital initiative, which was supposed to correct this problem. But when the Republicans came in, and she lost her uh, House speakership, uh, the uh, the thing went back to a standstill again. Mm. Now, the effort is futile until you get rid of the Republican majority, says the Pelosi office. And uh, they do not believe in the word green, according to Nancy Pelosi's office. The fact that the power plant is violating the law, they're actually violating the law of um, uh, the air quality. So they basically, uh, okay, so down. Bill, they basically pass a bill and then they actually violate their own bill. 
Uh, you got it. That, that's what it now, comes down to. Uh, I mean, if so why pass the bill right, in the first place? Uh, uh, any any town in the country, if you violate it, um, boy, the EPA uh, is up your ass. Uh, will be on your butt. Right. And here here we are. Here's the violator, the president of the United States, and, uh, and nothing's they're happening. Saying, well, well, we've lost our papers. We really don't know, and uh, we don't know that we're polluting. Well, uh, the fact is, uh, according to the environmentalists, that um, that this uh, power plant uh, that's feeding uh, 23 uh, government buildings, including the, the Senate and the uh, the uh, Congressional Office Building and all of those, the Library of Congress, they do not believe in the um, in the uh, in correcting this problem. Uh, and um, right around the plant, uh, right around this, with this uh, black smoke coming out, is causing severe breathing difficulties by emitting more than 20 tons, 20 tons of nitrogen oxides per year in each one of these uh, furnaces. That's why, uh, hey, Bill, that's why they're all screwed up in D.C. They can't get anything done because they're breathing all this in. Well, I it's mean, affecting the people, their brain cells. We we got a, a mother here with two kids, and she says, "You see that black smoke coming out of there, and you, you wonder what it's doing to my kids." Um, they don't give a flying uh, rat's ass about anybody's kids. They're not going to do the right thing. I mean, this is not a, this is not a Democrat or a Republican situation. Well, it's the like air to, that we like breathe. They like to sell coal to uh, the, you know, uh, they, the, you know, the government. They've been lying and, and conniving this for a long period of time, and all these uh, West Virginia coal miners are all going to be out of work. He he, abominable promise that they wouldn't be out of work, that they keep on going along, and da 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 da. And the same old bullshit just goes round and round and round, Bill. You know, uh, green going green, <clears throat> and they got the coal problems and the oil problems and the smoke problems and this problem, but they actually pass these laws, and then they don't even put the laws into effect, and then he gets on there and starts talking about what he's going to do with the coal. I, <clears throat> look it. Yeah, well, the, the uh, Sierra Club is, uh, you know, well, okay. an environmental group. Well, there, and, yeah, uh, right. Okay. Its, its director says that uh, it, uh, it concerns him that Congress, quote, seems unconcerned for the health of the people living around the Library of Congress. Well, they are very, they're, they're not, they're, that's right, Bill. They, I agree. Other government buildings. Bill, I agree with them. They don't care about anybody. They don't care. Why, why would they care? Their families aren't there. They don't have to worry about it. They don't give a shit. But they did the right thing and, and cleaned it up, which that's what they're supposed to do. Try to clean it up so we have cleaner air for everybody, not just them, for but for everybody in the country. Thirteen and, years ago, they were supposed to clean it up, and they never cleaned it up. So it's going to so go on and on and on. The president of the United States, who's talking about uh, uh, being the environmental president of uh, that's what he ran on. Remember in two thousand. In 2008. He delivers speeches. He likes to deliver speeches about yeah, this, well, but he hasn't it. done a damn thing. Damn thing. Nothing's it. been done since 2008, since he got, or 2009 when he took office. Nothing's been done. And he did go on the, um, uh, on the uh, campaign trail and did a lot of talking about going green, about changing things around and making the air better and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and he, says, he says that the government is going to set the example for the rest of the country. And the government has not. That's what he said, that's <laughs> that's what what he he said at Georgetown University. In June. Uh, really? I mean, that's that's what people need to hear. He, this is what he said in Georgetown, and and look what they're going through, and nothing gets done. It's amazing, though. Absolutely amazing. I, he I don't loves, even, I, he I, loves to deliver speeches. He's a great speech. He's a good uh, speaker. He's great. He gets everybody motivated, and nothing gets done. I've run into a lot of people in my he life. Doesn't, like he that. doesn't like to talk to Congress or initiate. No, why should he? 
He wants to go play golf. Did, oh, I, I, there was a thing about Abominable the other day. They uh, He went to Martha's Vineyard or wherever the hell he went for a vacation. And they forgot the dog or left the dog at the White House. And then they had to fly the dog um, by himself on a, on, a, on a plane. Did you really hear about that? No. Yeah, they had to fly Bobo, the dog. Yeah. More tax money going to fly the dog. How come they didn't take the dog with them when they went on vacation? I don't understand that. Did they need security agents for the dog? I guess so. I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing. I was so disgusted. I just had to get out of it. You know. Anyway, we're going to go. Uh, uh, were there any humans on the plane besides? Ah, uh, yeah, the pilots. I think <laughs> probably a dog handler. I don't know. I, I just sit there going, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> was the dog flying the plane? Yeah, the, maybe the dog was in the cockpit. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I just, <laughs> it just gets stupider and stupider as time goes on. But anyway, you know, Renegade Nation, if you, uh, don't, if you don't have Time Warner, or you did have Time Warner, and you're cut out of CBS and cut out of these shows, I know the feeling is we, well, we've been cut out here in Honolulu, and I think a lot of the country's been cut out. They're just not telling you the truth. And um, if you want to hear more, uh, go to Our Missing News. Uh, you can get all the missing news uh, at Bill's site, because Bill get, it puts it up there and tells you oh, what's so really on going Facebook. on. Uh, and Facebook. You can go to Facebook, too, and check that out. And also, uh, how's your book going, uh, coming along, Bill? Well, it's uh, going. I got, a, I got a big deal coming up in a few weeks uh, in New York. Uh, big book sale. Really? And, uh, yeah. Wow, good and, for you. Uh, that's, uh, it's over in Brooklyn at, uh, at the City Hall area. It mm-hmm. happens every year. Yeah. It's one of the biggest book sales mm-hmm. places in the, in the country. So if you're in the New York area, contact Bill on Facebook and you might want to show up and uh, get a signed autograph from Bill Dean. That'd be cool. Yeah, this is a very important story because uh, people have really been hurt, have been hurt by the CIA unnecessarily. Uh, our American public had been fooled. People need to uh, hear the truth, Bill. That's what they need. Anyway, on that note, we're going to get out of here. Bill, you have a great day. Marla, I hope you feel better. Renegade Nation, have yes, a great Marla, day. We need you back. Huh? We need you back. We need Marla. you back, Marla. Okay, I 